Charge podcast by me, Ed Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Shanghai. Greetings, everybody. Um, believe it or not, uh, welcome to DevShard episode 10. Episode 10. That is kind <laughs> yeah. of a milestone. I haven't realized it's, it in some it? way. Yeah. yeah. So, I was surprised at at the uh, the uh, uh, when I was uh, saving the the project. I was like, "Whoa!" It's, it's funny that uh, I hadn't realized that ten comes after nine. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's good to see you again on the uh, on the messenger uh, video call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good to see you too. Uh, I'm glad we made a podcast this week. We're a little bit late, uh, a day late or something. Day yeah, late. I heard you were yeah. sick, right? Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit sick, but I'm better. Yeah. It's not COVID, everybody. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to give you a little bit of update in Chiang Mai, uh, uh, we haven't had any ca- new case for nine days straight now. So that's uh, great to hear. Um <laughs> Yeah, Thailand's pretty quiet on that front. Um, yeah. Actually, actually, I mean, it's A's birthday today, so we took oh. out, like, we yes. went out, like, we went out together for the first time yeah. in a month, <laughs> oh. just yeah. to drive up the mountain. I mean, people are like, I was surprised. They're, you know, and it's good. They're not stopping people doing things like that, just going up to the mountain or anything. Man, um, I need to get out of the house too. It's getting to, you know, I've been cooped up for, like you said, a, a month as well. I mean, I only went out to get grocery maybe uh, twice in a month. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, I've been going out every day on, for, grocery, for, for food shopping. But yeah. just for a few, few minutes. I mean, just shopping, you know, yeah, that's it. Me, but, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I... I yeah, I, I wanted to do like the social distancing as as much as I can, and a lot of things that I bought it was you know pretty much like Armageddon kind of ap- <laughs> apocalypse now kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. But, well, I can I can oh. I can imagine you know when you go to um, uh, Langsep, you know you you've got like a. <laughs> What you order there, I can just imagine that translated to a month's worth of uh, supermarket shopping. It must be pretty serious. <laughs> well, I'm a vegetarian now, so it's it's not that bad, you know. Yeah. A lot of beans. <laughs> How is that going? It's good. Um, two months in, uh, I feel great. Uh, I think it helps me with my uh, mental issues and you know uh helps me to think more clearly a little bit uh and it kind of helped me lose weight and i don't feel uh tired like i used to yeah so it's it's a nice choice to you know if somebody wants to try you know and change their diet i think it's uh interesting to to try i'm not a vegan i'm I'm just a vegetarian well, I didn't officially go vegetarian, but actually, I must have eaten meat maybe once in the last two months as well. I like I yeah. So I'm, uh, they one, call plant forward, right, <laughs> or something? Uh, plant based, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Plant yeah. first. Well, plant based is like a vegan thing, but it's like you you tend to go like into a vegetarian more, but not a vegan. No, actually, plant based is not. Plant based is really no, 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 no. Like vegan is vegan, but plant based is. It just means you decide to put plants first in your diet. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Because okay. yeah. I because I'm like um, follow a podcast and uh, there's a lot of people who are just deciding to put vegetables first and eat meat on the weekend and they're saying that's a plant based diet. So they oh, okay. so so I, I mean I, they could be wrong too. I don't know, but I know people that are saying they're on a plant based diet who are just eating vegetables through the week and meat on the weekend. Yeah, well, if you go to the Game Changer website, it's 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 pretty much vegan. Like you, that, you know, yeah, it's that's, vegan. that's true. But they, when he was on, when the guy was on Rogan, he he did say that it's like he did basically say that plant based isn't isn't the same as vegan. Anyway, okay, that's good. Not, that's good to know. We're not here to talk about that. What are we here to well, talk about? Well, anyway, we, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, we are like our podcast is about music, food, and love making. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. So I'm, um, you know, in during the COVID, like our music and food and love making probably get disrupted in some way. <laughs> you know. Hey, well, it just occurred to me then that um, the topic we've chosen for today kind of could fit in some way into the love making category for the first time. Couldn't oh, it? In, could, a, in a way, you know, not in the way, not yeah, in the way that you, not in the way that you'd like, but you know. <laughs> Hey, well, you know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> But in some way, oh, in some way, that's true. That's true. I mean, I the the thing is that uh, I'm intrigued about this topic, uh, which is um, what is the topic? Uh, the topic is um, fail at what you love. Yeah, right. and I, yeah. Uh, I I've sort of seen the idea in a few different places, but I, I was thinking about it more since watching like. Um, You know, a Jim Carrey documentary, and he was talking about yeah, yeah, um, his father and how his father didn't do that, did the opposite of that, and ended mm. up failing anyway. And right. it just sort of um, made him. And anyway, we'll get into that. But you know, yeah. I got, I did get the idea from uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, and me he, too. And yeah. he put it. Um, I think what sort of uh, made it. Um, Got it some publicity in the world, at least, is that he gave um, a commencement speech, a graduation speech at a university. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which university, yeah. but it went, you know, it got it went sort of viral on YouTube, and his speech was based on this. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. Uh, I think it was about four years ago. I, I saw, I saw the commencement speech, uh, speech as well. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Well, I, um, we don't. Have, what is commencement? Commencement speech. Sorry, I, I'm not. I don't have an American background. Is that what? Oh, is, this? It's, it's like graduation, like when you like. Uh, It's either you know you gra when you graduated from high school or graduated from uh, the university. Uh, it's usually it's usually at the, the university. Okay, well, but why did they call it? Why did they call it commencement? What does that mean? I I don't know, but what it is, I I you know I don't know what what it really means, but what it is is like uh, the um, the the speaker they would invite some high profile speaker to kind of like uh, speak to the graduates you know okay. to All right. yeah something like All that alright got you sorry yeah. for uh, I just just realized that I didn't know what the word what a commencement speech was um, yeah. yeah so the the line that caught my attention um, in that speech was you can fail at what you don't love so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love right right yeah Yeah, that rings true. I mean, when I first heard that line, it's it it just resonate with with how I live in a way too. Because uh, I feel like as a musician that you know had studied music, I 
I decided to study music when in the time where people doesn't really support it. You know, even now, like people doesn't really support uh, uh, kids into going to school. Or, you know, to to learn music. Right. And you you face a lot of obstacle in in your life, and like uh, they want to uh, make you waver away from the. Uh, well, parents you know. parents do this weird thing, don't they? They like. They get obsessed, or many of them get obsessed that their children should learn some instrument, preferably yeah. for classical music, really, really young. <laughs> But then later on, should that child become interested in becoming a musician, then they get yeah. terrified. <laughs> it's, the craziest, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. <laughs> But my, my parents are not like that at all. I mean, my dad was very supportive. Uh, Uh, my mom was really worried, but she was still supportive. Yeah. I mean, everybody didn't didn't uh, say don't study that. Only the the counselor, the uh, the guidance counsel in the school told me like, you're so good with uh, English and you're so good with uh, uh, language and all these things. Why don't you try to go uh, another route where you can find jobs? <laughs> Wow! <laughs> like, <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. I, I think I talked about this in the uh, second episode. I think, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, it was interesting. But, um, yeah. Well, funnily enough, that's what uh, Jim Carrey's father gave up. Well, he tells it two different ways. But I've in the document in somewhere, maybe in the documentary, but maybe not in the. Um, In the graduation speech, uh, Jim Carrey like mentions that his father actually was a pretty good saxophone player, and he was, that was playing in the documentary. Yeah. Right, yeah. So he was playing yeah. in like jazz groups in Canada, but to yeah. make a career out of it at that time, you basically couldn't make any money in Canada. So you basically, if you wanted to make a career as a yeah. jazz musician, you went to the states, right? You went to yeah, right, right. Um, but he didn't do that because he had a family, and he yeah. uh, instead took a job as an accountant to support his family. Yeah, yeah. and In the end, he got laid off from that job, and yeah. sort of was failing to support his family. They were home. Yeah. They were homeless for a while. Yeah, you know that's right. how that's how bad it. They lived in like tents in a field or something. Yeah, so right. they were homeless for a while. Yeah, gypsy. Yeah, and he, and he also <laughs> he also had like this um, wish to become a comedian. Jim Carrey said his father was funnier than him. You know, he said he was the funny, always the funniest man in any in any room, yeah. Yeah. but he never fulfilled that. Like he didn't follow that dream either. So. Anyway, so yeah, you can see how for someone like Jim Carrey, that would end up into a theory. Well, hey, if you give up your dream and then you fail anyway at, at the um, at the thing you compromise uh, to, then that's like basically as Jim Carrey puts it: when you compromise and fail, then it hurts even more than failing at what you love. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. I think it's true because. Uh, I I don't know is is fortunate or unfortunate, but I see some of of my close relatives that you know works in a bureaucracy uh, environment, and you gotta play politics and you gotta you know do all those things. But it wasn't it wasn't their goal, right? To to be be part of like that kind of stable job. I mean, I can't even name like they don't even like really proud of where they are you know i mean some of them just like they just talk about money and mm -hmm. the goal is like to have a stable income and to get 
you know, all these other things in life because you can buy them. But uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, the the company or that place, they, they fuck uh, those people up in a way. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, There's a timeline, so. Yeah, I mean, well, right now I'm in the middle of translating... Um, I, I mentioned, I keep mentioning this in every podcast, I guess, but I, you know, now I'm probably three quarters of the way through translating, um, mm. I guess a, a book that would be, will be called, I think my son in English, but it's, um, oh. in, it's in Thai, it's Luke, Luke John. So okay. it's about his son he, who he homeschooled and he has this whole chapter tearing down the education system, the global education system, capitalist education system, but especially, especially the Thai education system. And man, does he tear it apart? Yeah. You know, wow. It's really the, it's a, like incredible tearing it apart. Ba basically, yeah, we, we all, you know, like your careers advisor, we kind of get indoctrinated into becoming cogs in, cogs in the machine at the service of a, at the mm. service of the system, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have, having said which, I'm not saying that um, some people don't thrive and have a great time in those bureaucratic jobs. There might be some people who it really suits, you know? Yeah. Well, no, you have to understand that there's is some like company that uh, are built to to help the society and you know in in the capitalist world where you you can have a, a impact through to that kind of company too, like some education based institute, you know, that I know of that uh, they do have like a proper running. Um, let's say like a system, right? Like a very well-running system, and it, it is it is kind of bureaucracy, but it it's like a modern modern way, you know, like you the way uh, Facebook or Google does it in in a way too. I mean, they're they're a big company, but yeah. uh, people that work in that environment has a uh, has a productive and you know they they get taken care of, you know. Right. Well, in a, in actual fact, yeah, a lot of people. And I would say, um, you know, I think like that too. You know, there's sev there's different parts of the economy. Even if whether you agree yeah, with right. capitalism or or not, there's um, you know, and many economists have sort of dissected it. I can't believe we get into eco economics, but no, anyway, we'll go there for a second. But yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, there's um, a section of the economy which is productive, and in yeah. that productive section, you know, which could be like manufac different manufacturing, creative, you know, creative, productive which is, involves production of things. It can be digital things as well, like Google products yeah. are, and you know, or Microsoft. And then there's this sort of um, what I would call the parasitic economy, which is like financial services and, mm. you know, the a lot of the financial sector and other parts of the service sector. It's very par parasitic on people who work very hard in, say, the productive economy, especially when you get down to thinking about farmers, teachers, mm. you know, mm. and this, this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, a, a moment of synchronicity happened for me the other day because I was, I just finished translating this chapter on like education or this section on education. And John Jandai was saying like, you know, when he, he basically like analyzed it and when, when he analyzed how, how long it really took to learn what was done in a school day which is like, I don't, in Thailand, quite long. So the school day in Thailand is longer than in England, that's for sure. Um, mm, it, what is true. it, like eight in the morning or nine in the morning till five or something crazy like that? Uh, I don't know. 7.30. 7.30, we have to uh, get in line and, and 
and sing the national anthems and stuff. Right. So let's listen to this. Right. In he makes this claim that everything important that's done in a child's school day can be learned at home in ninety minutes, and then you have the rest of the day to do whatever the fuck you want. And get and so the synchronicity is this: I'm listening to um, podcasts from Yale University professors, teachers in the U.S., and they're saying the whole half the world has been scrambling to move um, to online learning if there are schools or parents are homeschooling their children, and they and and this figure is getting quoted. In actual fact, the core subjects can be taught to children in ninety minutes a day. It's true. I I. I don't disagree with that at all. Is that、um, you have to understand? Like, actually, the I think for me, coming from a you know education family background, I mean,、uh, I'm fortunate to see like the、uh, the ins and out. Like, I I study in Thailand, I study in America, and I can see the the different like how the education system is different. You know, of course, like、uh, the private school in.、Uh, In Thailand, has a better、uh, education than the public school because、uh, the fund that they they get、uh, and the way that the、uh, the board supports the the students is is much more than the the public、uh, sector for sure.、Yeah. And but the thing is, like, for I'm gonna maybe this sounds like a little bit cynical, but actually. You know, people that want the kids to go into the private school—it's not for the education itself; it's、uh, for the connection. You know, like that's why parents are paying,、uh, you know, top bot for,、uh, <laughs> you know, they, they call it, they call it,、uh, you know, quote unquote, like the、uh, repairing funds <laughs> and all those, all those, all those、uh, uh, fundraising and you know,、uh, donation、yeah. to the school. You know, oh,、right. this parent donated like two hundred thousand baht. So yeah, yeah, the connections. I mean, meaning that you know the connections and the the sort of other support as opposed to just、yeah. the learning help the kids get into a university, get a job. Then that's、yeah. job well done, sort of thing. As, yeah, as far as job well、yeah. done. That's cynical, Plus, cynical, but there's、uh, you got there's definitely something to it. <laughs> it is, man. I, I mean. mean I mean, let's be honest、yeah. here. I mean, this is the the world that that we live in. You know, in in the、yeah. sense of like、uh, the the ten percent of the the wealth that、uh, people holds. You know, all over the world are going to a private school where they are selected. You know, to、right. to、uh, scope that down so they have the networking in that in that group. So well, the rest of us are. You know, I'm lucky. I, I mean, I'm lucky. I mean, the ten percent of like people that get to go to a good private school in Thailand. So, yeah, from from what I understand, I mean, from people's experiences of、um, homeschooling now because of the coronavirus, a lot, a lot of people will be seriously considering it. Homeschooling, yeah, seriously,、sure. not 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 necessarily. It, I mean, doing it themselves, but when you consider in countries where you're having to pay for the education anyway, it still、yeah. might be cheaper. Um, it's you know it might be cheaper to pay tutors if it, if it really does take only like a couple of hours a day to do the, everything that's necessary. Yeah, it, sure.、Anyhow. The thing is,、um, the the thing I'm worried about, like people that homeschool, is like、uh, the the EQ sec、uh, you know、uh, segment and the part of the how you gonna、uh, teach your kids to. To understand a society、yeah, that is not just in the family, you know,、yeah, I mean, that cannot 
just be their world. I mean, that's why peop- people sending kids to school is like to better understand how you learn how to live as a society, uh, you know, so society and community. Yeah, you know, hundred yeah, percent. So, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, that's that's right. That's what makes um, uh, Buto unusual in the sense that he create he built a community as well, right? And that that's, was, that's, and, and so, I don't think he would have thought about homeschooling in the same way if it wasn't for the fact that his son had kids all around to play with and develop right. that emotional intelligence right. yeah exactly yeah, right and it's not just that I mean you don't have I mean kids doesn't need to spend time with kids uh, itself but you get to really talk to the the elders you know the grown ups yeah. and that's how I like to learn you know I, when I was young I, I love to hang out with grown ups and you know just, just listen you know I like to be around my grandfather and just like you know we, we can exchange uh, uh, philosoph- you know philosophical thoughts and which is rare in Thai society. I mean, I, I mean, my, my my grandfather is American, so but but yeah. if you think of like in you know, Asian culture, it's kind of hard for for kids to to speak their mind with their uh, professor or their teachers, you know. And yeah. yeah, that's why I get into a lot of fight with professor and teachers as well. But but because deep down, I know like if I'm going that path, I'm gonna fail at some point but i'm failing at something i don't love right right and that is why you know me and my friend uh one of my best friend he almost went into another direction you know he almost went to study something uh totally com- uh different you know me too i was i, I almost study uh in aksonsa tula you know what i mean and my friend almost went into uh, uh, some language sector as well, but we we talked to each other and we just like, hey, you know, we what do we want to do in our life? What do we willing to, really want to do? You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling that maybe if you um, do what you really love, then failure is not even not even in the mix. It's not even possible. Like, because if you really analyze it, okay, let's just say you want to be a musician. Now, yeah. like, as a musician, there's, what I've, what I got out of music, like, just at my, in my experience of music, can't, can't really be taken away. And there's nothing to achieve. As uh, Let's just say, you know, when you learn music, you, you learn it. And the, and the joy of music is its own reward. If you're thinking, but if you're thinking about success as an artist, that's a totally different thing. Mm. And the reason mm. why, like, of course, as a musician, if you want to have, you know, if you want to create music, write, pr- make music, put it out there to the world, you want people to hear it. But at the same time, if what you, if you say that you want success, then success in itself is not something that you know and love in a sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Like fame, for example. Like a lot of people want fame, but yeah. very few people, when they get it, like it. True, but uh, some people really like it. There are the, people, yeah, yeah, there are some people yeah. that really like it. It's true. Yeah. We, we've talked about this before, but in general, but fame, fame comes and goes, and you know when it goes, is they they get into a, a a bad state. You know, people that love to be loved, and yeah, but that, suddenly that was part of Jim Carrey's um, graduation speech. He basically said. Yeah. I wish I wish for all of you, if I could wish anything for all of you right now, it would be to experience quickly now 
the fame, the money, the success that I've had, yeah. so that you could yeah. see that's where it's not at. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he's saying because right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't find yeah. myself there. He said I didn't find yeah. anything there. Yeah. yeah, his his core of everything was really interesting because he he wanted he keeps saying it. He want everybody to be like you know have to like everybody's rich, you know, everybody have the same money and you know they they can see uh, the view like because right now there's there's things in our life that. You know, we kind of like really put it up on the pedestal to be like our goal, and sometimes that can deceive us in a way. You know, but let let's be honest here. Is like, of course, you we we are living in a world where uh, dictates by by money. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think things are changing in in a way like for the community that are thinking about like can you say that word stability i haven't uh, worked out what you're trying to say yet stable stable stability yes yeah stability stability okay suddenly my tongue is just like tied up i haven't seen it no yeah yeah that's thing you know something sustainable and uh, like the community that Pichon. Ah, sustainable. Uh, uh, sorry, sustainable. No, 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 Stable. no. Uh, st- stable. Stability. Stable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That word. Yeah. Which will you know uh, will make you know things become sustained. Ah, sus- sustainability. That's a difficult one. Sustainability. Yeah. 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 No, both both of that word you just said. Uh, okay, Thank stability, you. sustainability. All right. Yeah, that's good. I keep you. I keep saying them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Siri. You just pointed me. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, I feel like the community now. You know, at, right now at the COVID era, you know, people are, are getting more. I think I'm, I'm more kind, more compassionate, and. We, but some people, you know, from what I see, does try to take advantage of other people too. But it's it's kind of beautiful, like in the sense of like in in a crisis time, you know, it shows like humanity of like oh, there's there's some warm, you know, a lot of people. We we always think like there's a lot of hate and a lot of greed in the world, but there's always this, you know, seeds of love and compassion you know all around and that's that's a beautiful thing to see i have an i have a quote from a a film it's quite cheesy but it stuck (laughs) with me like i saw so there's this film called secondhand lions and it stars uh, Mm -hmm. michael caine and robert duval as like two old guys living on a farm and they have this young boy come and live with them Uh, but there's a line in this film that like (laughs) stuck in my mind and i think about it a lot um, you know, like, cause I like to mull over like philosophical problems, but anyway, I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you the line. Sometimes the things that may or may not be true are things that man needs to believe in the most. Mm-hmm. The people are basically good, that honor, courage, and virtue mean everything. That power and money, money and power mean nothing. That good always triumphs, triumphs over evil. And I want to, I want you to remember this, that love, true love never dies. No matter if they're true or not, a man should believe in those things because those are the things worth believing in. I kind of, uh, you know... I don't think it's cheesy at all. <laughs> well, um, 
that's that's the reason why this one sticks with me is because uh you know i'm i'm like concerned i'm concerned very much with truth but at the same time i also kind of like love this idea that some things are worth believing in even if they yeah. might not be true right i mean if it's proven that's not true then okay fair enough but um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's true man. Like okay, let's let's get into a little bit like uh in 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 my belief believe uh, sides. You know, who knows like after we all die, right? And you know, there's no such thing as heaven and he or hell. And you know, eventually every Jews, every Christians are, you know, who's are liars and all those things, right? It's all, you know. But why do we need to spend time right now, you know, Uh, try to dim, you know, demolish or demise all these, uh, you, you know, the loving uh, energy that that comes from from believing in a in a higher higher uh, fate or a higher being. You know, I think there's a lot of things going on that you know use this kind of thing to to wage war and hate you know towards each other. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, But I like I like that poem that you just read, man. Or it's a passage. Well, it's a line from a film. Yeah. 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 It's it's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. I get. I actually like try to imagine like Michael Caine saying it through I you. Actually, I wonder, I I think it was Robert Duvall. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know you know Robert Duvall, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you're from Yorkshire. I'm not sure if Caine is from Yorkshire. No, he's a Londoner. You can't tell he's a Cockney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's a Cockney. A Cockney. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who was from Yorkshire? I, uh, I saw Sean I Bean. Saw Sean Bean is from Yorkshire. <laughs> right. That's why he has a much sexier voice than uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's very unique. <laughs> oh man! So where were we? Like so uh, to the topic? Uh, well, we were kind of talking about belief and um, yeah. Uh, Belief and truth, and yeah. what were you talking about before that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But let's uh, let's like get into some specifics. Let's get into some memories. I mean, like mm. when what moments of your life can you remember this question coming up where you sort of had to make a where you sort of realized there was a choice to be made between uh, following that your passion, you know, following a passion, mm. something you love to do. And sort of sacrificing for something that society or parents or someone say you ought to do, and that maybe looks like a better prospect on paper or something like that. Yeah. Can you remember uh, some moments like this? Yeah, twelfth uh, grades, you know. But I remember I decided to to be a musician when I was uh, in seventh grade. But when I got into tenth uh, grade, uh, I. You know, there was a lot of things that wants you to change your path. You know, it's more like a test, like a challenge. Like, do you really want this? Like, do you want it bad enough? You know, mm -hmm. and because there's a lot of uh, people wants you to do other things, like you know, want you to go into like uh, accounting, you know, or be a doctor, or 
I'm not saying that you know those those jobs are not important, but you gotta have passion for all those things to to be able to succeed. You know, and there's people that really wants to be doctor, and there's people who are really good with money that you know can you know become a accountant, a good financial advisor, and all those things, and because they want it, right? But I wanted to be a musician, you know. Yeah, have you seen that? Uh, isn't have you seen that Ben Affleck film? I think it's called The Accountant, where he's like, this, oh, yeah, he's a sniper. So, no, he's not <laughs> a sniper. He's just like he uh, this crazy accountant, you know. And he he's sort of obsessive. He's OCD, obsessive compulsive, yeah. and he's like kills everybody with his account accountancy skills. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. I, you know, haven't, that's see, I of, haven't seen it. I heard about it. I, I, <laughs> I think it's made yeah. to sort of make accountants feel better about their lives. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of more yeah, or less agree with you. The same, like, the only thing that I would say against that is probably there. Um, I could see that there would be some people that take a career that maybe they, um, you know, they didn't just just do for the pure passion of it maybe mm. and i could think the doctor would be like i could see people getting forced into because i know friends who studied medicine like at university i could see people getting pushed into medicine by their families oh, not, sure. not necessarily sure. being a passion My of friends right. but if you if you become a doctor then you could easily uh develop you, you could easily have such a meaningful life of such a fulfilling life from that that in actual fact um, yeah. you may not be losing anything at all but uh, what do you mean I mean the medical uh, people uh, they sacrifice a lot that, that, that's, I mean. that's what I'm saying yeah yeah but it's a yeah. potentially a fulfilling and meaningful life right I'm not sure you're I mean, not sure for them sometimes they they I, well I hope so I hope they they are doing it but a lot of times like they they work so hard you know, some people who who go into the uh, medical industry is just for the sake of money. Um, there are some people like that too, you know, but they have to sacrifice a lot of relationship in their families, you know, and friends and mm. all these things like long hours, but you get a lot of money and, you know. Now I feel like I'm talking too much about things I don't know enough about. So yeah, maybe we're better. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, I mean, what do we really know? Well, you know, what do we really we talking about favorite things that you know you know favorite things that you love because we i think failing is like making a mistake in your life and i think it's crucial in the way you live you know you gotta fail at something a little bit in your life you know i mean it's you know big or small it's you know life is about getting back up from what you fail you know we all fail when you try to walk first, you fail, you know, mm. it's, it's, it's a part of life and it's things like this, you know, we might be talking bullshit about, uh, something that we don't really quite understand, but from my, from my personal relationship that I have date with, uh, you know, medical people, they, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, 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 you know, keep a good relationship in, in the family. And, but it, it goes for the musician too. We have art, um, art uh, hours as well. And that affects uh, relationships as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I don't know is like, 
to what degree are we just talking from like a position of privilege in the sense that I don't know, like for people who are li living different parts, different situations around the world, like especially if they're living in poverty, I don't know if the, if the choice is, if there's always even a choice, you know, or to what degree there's a choice. Although, mm. al although, um, people did try and tell me since I was young, and you can find that many people, famous people saying this, that um, money brings freedom in this world. But I've never believed that. It's one of those things, that I've, it's, I've never wanted to believe it. It's a bit like that yeah. quote from Secondhand Lions. That's one of the things that I just didn't ever want to believe. So mm. uh, I choose to believe something, something better. Yeah. And uh, there are other people who will tell you like from experience that in actual fact, you know, you can maybe get, you can obviously get like superficial degrees of freedom from, from money, from having money in this world. And it's not always superficial. Sometimes it's life and death, but mm. it's, you know, it's not a matter of, um, it's definitely, it's less matter of the soul. That's for sure. Yeah. But it's important to understand, like, you know, we, we are living in a world that is, Uh, trade by money you know it's like it, it's thing that we we exchange uh, in currency you know to 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 a degree in like i don't know as a statement you know <laughs> like but it's not important the thing is like we just can't be naive about like oh uh i totally ag agree with you i uh, I, i don't i don't hmm. believe that money can you know you can't buy freedom with money because when you go to jail you can't bail you know some if the court doesn't allow you to get bail you you know what use is your money that's okay you know that there did come a time in my life like and i'm okay there's no point me uh trying to equate myself with someone who's in a really uh more difficult position but you know uh, Anyway, I've lived without ever having any like bank savings. Let's just put it that way, mm. at least. So, yeah. although I do, although I've had backup and support from family and stuff, but yeah, um, yeah I don't know about that. And it's another in another book I translated of uh, John Jandai's. He goes into this idea. Okay, we live in a world of money. We so we can't. We don't have the power to. One man doesn't have the power to just kick that all out. Mm. But you don't have to make money the thing you rely on. You may be living in a world of money, but if you're, um, if you're a musician, instead of, instead of um, thinking of yourself as someone who doesn't know where the next paycheck is coming from or, you know, relies on the financial success of money, you can, you can move it in your head, uh, no matter what you do, actually, not just a musician, to thinking that I don't know, I don't rely on money what i rely on is my my skill what i can do um yeah. that's like that's an idea in that book by um uh, herman hess isn't it sadata you remember have you ever read yeah. sadata is that so this like uh he's like young guy he walks out of years as just a monk or something meditating he has nothing mm -hmm. uh but he just walks into i don't know caught or is it kamala's place and says mm -hmm. oh I'm, I'm, I don't remember. I'm killing the plot of the book. Basically, he is, um, <laughs> he, he basically says, I can read and I can write, I can think. So, you know, 
if you know what you can do, if you have uh, skills, abilities, talents, um, you can choose to think of yourself as relying on those as opposed to money. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I, I understand that core. I hope you guys understand it too. <laughs> oh, the core message that, that Paul is trying to say. I think it's... Uh, I think it's true, you know. I mean, we don't have to focus on it, you know, because, like, like me when I when I tell my mom, like, if you know, I if I can't play music now, I can bake some bread, and you know, I mean, financially, I I can find a way to to not die, you know. I mean, it's about like living, and living with with a pursuit of happiness in a way of like. But some people, you know, like money. You know, what what can you do? They like money. We're not going to change their mind, right? I mean, the thing is, like, we were ta- you were talking about, like, uh, how fortunate we are, and some people are less fortunate than us. And I think it's like I was just I was just listening to Jay Z's album Four Forty Four, and he was like, <laughs> lyric of one of his songs is like, "What's better than one billionaire, or something like anything better than one billionaire, two billionaire." What's better than t- I? I couldn't tell whether he was being ironic or he is. I, I, no, no, because not, he is I, a billionaire. <laughs> I'm billionaire. I no, I um, I, I'm not hundred percent sure because the lyric is about wanting to um, leave something behind for his children and. Uh, Anyway, sure. He mm. o- he he only wants to do that now because he's a billionaire. <laughs> just kidding. And, anyway, I. I'm not. I haven't. Let's just say I haven't worked it out because I know that I like Jay Z and I've like seen. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, he's 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 honest. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. He comes from a you know, interesting background. That's a lot of rappers uh, too, but there's a lot of you know bullshit in 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 a lot of things that goes in in that genre too. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, sure. it changed it changed so much, you know. But it you know in every genre there's there's always that. That that bullshitness going on, but sure. yeah, but yeah, you know the thing that we are talking about. I think it, the core of it is like, you know, do you do you want to do what you want to do in your life? You know, like do you, are you really happy right now? You know, sitting here right now, like me, I don't have any work to do. You know, I'm not getting you know paid. You know, but I'm not sad. I'm. I'm not sad. I, I'm. I'm not getting paid. By the I'm way, like, when I said what I just said before, I wasn't thinking about the coronavirus situation. Now, what are people relying on? I mean, shit. Yeah. People around the world are basically relying on their relationship to the to the government that they paid taxes to to help them yeah. out when the whole economy yeah. shut down. Basically, everywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My my entire family back in England. Businesses all shut down. Everything shut down. Nobody making any income. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, and then here, people are in a rough, rougher situation. Many people are in a rougher situation. The lines, all of the free food handout yeah, places, man. the lines are just getting longer and longer every day. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man. It's you know you see a lot of things, and it's getting it's getting to a point. It's it's going to become chaotic, you know, and people. Needs to, I don't know. They they need to take a grasp on on why are they you know suffering, in a sense of like maybe 
you know, after the post-COVID, you need to plan more about our lives in in a way. It's like life is short, and you you should be doing something that you are happy. And at the same time, it can give you a sustainability in uh, you right. know your career and be able to uh, you know make a living as a reward of of like all those investment that ten thousand hours that you putting into it. You know and and. You know, you you at the end of the day, you can go to bed and you you're happy of like shit. I'm productive today, and I I feel happy. You know, even though uh, I haven't made it yet, I haven't made that money yet. But you know, it's it's something. It's not. I don't think it's the most important thing, but it's it's something that we do need to be able to uh uh you know live. You know. This is not about like, oh man, I'm gonna get like 10 million baht so I can go buy a car. Is that? I mean, that's not that's not what I'm saying. I mean, but you you should like think about like I want to be skillful enough so I can make a living in a sense of like, and I can help other people and you know be more understanding and be more inspirational to towards the people that are lost and doesn't know. How to get by and not like giving out negative energy like some fucking motivational speaker who just crashed and burned recently and just like looking down on everybody, you know? <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. It was uh, I, there was this uh, thing going on in Twitter and on social media about like life coaching, you know, coming out during the COVID time and just like. Scold uh, everybody like you, you have you know lazy bums and all this thing. Like you should be able to find jobs right now if you really shit. put your minds. I mean, it's like this is a time where you need to be con, you know, you know, considerate. Like J.K. Rowling came out and like really uh, criticized and brutally like put them in places. You know, like shit. Well, some of those guys made a living out of. You know, a made-up idea of tough love or something like that. I mean, anyway, this bullshit. Forget oh, it. Don't well, so yeah. waste any time. I, mean, I know what tough love is, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta back that shit up. You know, and not like, like right now. You know, we are, we are, we are like me and you. At least I feel we are trying to give something else. Um, you know, to the to the society that in a in a way is free. Nobody has to pay for this, right? Mm. I mean, and. But I'm I'm thinking like, what is valuable here? Because you people at home are listening and you are spending your time with us, and I feel like I want to give like the information that will be uplifting and inspirational as it has led me into my life or the fail you know failure that I have experienced in my life, you know that uh, I can find a way to to get through it and move forward. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to. I mean, that's what. Um, that's what I was hoping for as well. It's, uh, yeah. But also, I suppose I was hoping that, um, especially for some like, un um, well, okay. Let's put it this way. Uh, the idea that the idea that I was thinking over for. Um, the podcast this week hmm. was actually on uh, wisdom, but I haven't, I didn't have it ready yet, but I was like doing my research for a sort of episode on, on wisdom. And hmm. I found like the 
something that was kind of surprised me a little bit that um, in philosophy, wisdom used to be a big sort of subject and part of philosophy, but mm. it doesn't get talked about much anymore. Um, and maybe it's because it's hard to think about and studying it doesn't really lead anywhere. But mm. like, um, do, do you not like keep running into this problem of wisdom? I keep running into it. Like, for example, I listen to, you know, Nobel Prize winning scientists talking and different yeah. pod podcasts thinkers, leaders, and they say yeah. the problem the problem that man seems to be facing is we're inventing all these technologies and our lack of wisdom means that they do us more harm than good all the time. Uh, or, <laughs> you know, we were not able to, we're able to manipulate the, the atom and the cell, the genetic code of life. Mm. These two things give us so much power, but without without like it sounds archaic to say it but without wisdom what the fuck are we going to do with it yeah so right. you know i was i i like you i like your angle which is more a personal angle and it's probably much more useful than my <laughs> angle you can like you know tell musicians <laughs> hey you know uh i th i think i've i think i found a way forward you you literally you're kind of like it's conf it's a confident stance this is how i see it you're saying Listen, I, th I think I found a way to to live a, a life, you know, a, a conviction, a life of conviction as a musician, mm -hmm. um, like a, a fulfilling life as a musician, and to succeed on multiple and be able to succeed on multiple levels, you know. Um, and I think I can pass, and I want to pass some of that on to you. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful thing. Uh, my angle is. I'm I'm not like a specialist in anything like you are. I don't feel. What I, are you talking about? Well, you are you? You're so, a specialist in uh, philosophy in a way too. You know, well, and humanity. You're like you you helping out so many people, man. I mean, well, no, that's that's, not true. Uh, no, that's, that's not a true. reward in but, itself. I think. Well, uh, some of our friends. I mean, Bar. Some of our friends. Bar's helping a lot of people now, and this another another stand at the Northgate. I mean, for sure, and so many of our friends are. But anyway, it's not about how much each of you do or we do you know it's it's you're doing it man there's no size of like you know the power you know of us having the capacity to do things it's not the same we are not the pope <laughs> right we are not like people that have enough power to like go into a uh you know a channel where like million people are listening every day you know we just it's the things that is one people if you can change or help one person it's already uh, an achievement that is you know should never be uh, under underestimate you know mm. never be under underlooked yeah I yeah well anyway i was hoping to basically try and find some insight together with you in doing this that was what i was thinking so me too uh, yeah that's why we, we're doing it you know and i i feel like uh you know our friends at home listening should should uh you know shine in on like w you know what you know they are interested in in hearing <laughs> you know i'm very curious now because during the covid everybody's kind of like tired of like a lot of things on social medias and you know they don't want probably like a lot of people doesn't want to think about the future or anything but i think right now we should you know be happy happy with the moment but try to work forward that uh uh you know inevitable future when when it comes you know um 
Yeah. Right. I mean, what? Well, in my case, I've been trying to do that by, um, you know, getting back on top of some of the mm. things that I put aside, like for example, the translation, which is like mm. the, you know, you you have, um, we we have a connection through music. You and me. You're a professional mm. musician. I'm not. I'm just kind of a amateur. Uh, hack. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what to say about you. That However, sounds very self-deprecating. Yeah, <laughs> I think. no, but uh, like here's the side of me that's not self-deprecating. I think I'm doing a good job on the translation of the I books I've been doing. I'm, I'm like happy with it, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to those books getting out there. And the reason why I'm looking forward to those books getting out there is because I really believe in the message of. Um, the John Jandai, the founder of Panpan mm. Farm, right, you know, right. s- sustainability guru, seed collecting, organic farming sort of yeah. leader in Thailand, and yeah. that this is really brings it down to where the the title of our you know topic, fail at what you love. I've mm. done this even though it doesn't make much money, and I turn away I turn away translation work for school d- regulations and documents and. Mm. So other stuff, legal stuff, because that stuff, I would get more money, but it's te- mentally tedious, philosophically mm. void, uh, yeah. and I can't bring myself. I have a hard time bringing myself to do it. So I, I feel like I'm doing what I love here, and it's, mm. and it's really fucking fulfilling. And I think I'm quite good at it. So I'm I'm happy with yeah. that. You look happy, man. I well with I'm, that anyway. I'm not happy with yeah. that with myself in many other ways. I, well, I, no, I, but that's the thing. I, I understand. Like, there's a lot of people that are feeling like you now, and I, I think like that little things, man. That thing that makes you happy is something that people should try to cling on to. You know, people. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm not trying to speak for the whole humanity, but from what <laughs> I've seen and what I'm experiencing, like we complex ourselves, complicated ourselves with uh, negative thoughts without. Uh, you know, without us knowing, and it's the nature of us just bring this uh, negative thoughts and cloud our our vision and our judgment into like. Actually, we're breeding right now, and we have so many things you know to give to the society and to you know our life, like to pursue things. You know, you know the the art of learning. You know, like. You right. should learn every day if you can. Like I'm learning now. I mean, after I cleared some issue in my life with, you know, that has clouded my judgment. You know, the things that I felt and I feel uh, I have a lot of uh, misery and sorrow in it. I I put aside and and have a closure in that sense. Then I can see like what is a weight for me in the future. You know, what it what do I have to wake up tomorrow and seize the day? You know. Mm. Like there's a lot of songs that I need to finish. There's some songs that I was inspired to write, and you know I'm just I'm just grad and you know grateful for you know breeding and you know getting to do podcasts with you and be able to share some of these thoughts to the world. You know, mm. yeah, yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, like that thing of. Facing your doubts, like I had a dream once, and um, that came up. I, can't, I might have even had it twice—the same dream—but and I didn't know 
where to look for the answer. So I had a dream like mm. that in my, I was just maybe walking through some woods, forest or some landscapes, some kind of savanna. And I came across a big black cat, like a, a leopard sized black cat. And a panther then. Yeah. Something like a panther or yeah. I, anyway, black. Yeah. Not, maybe not leopard. Panther. <laughs> cougar. No, yeah. not cougar. Panther. Okay. Panther. Yeah. Cool. Big black cat. And, yeah. um, I sort of realized that I had to either like fight it or run. I don't know. So I didn't understand the meaning of the dream. So as usual, like I went on to Google and, uh, <laughs> I asked Google, what is this dream? And then you get like this ridiculous fucking dream, <laughs> interp dream interpretation <laughs> sites with mostly, with, with a lot of, um, bullshit for me. You um, should try it in Thai. They give you uh, like numbers for you to buy the lottery. Yeah. But then, <laughs> then just at random, what happened was I was reading a, a book from my favorite author. So it was a musician in a Khan, the like Sufi oh, musician okay. in a Khan. And he fucking says, he has this bit that the symbol in a dream for, um, seeing a black cat is that the black cat represents doubt. Oh, and, and oh. then I thought, holy shit, it's like that scene in the matrix where the black cat walks past twice and some, and, uh, Neo sort of turns to, I don't know, uh, what's the guy, the leader. It Morpheus? doesn't Morpheus. Yeah. He's, yeah. it's either Morpheus or someone else and says, I think I saw that cat twice, that same cat again. And he said, ah, that's like, it's a, like a glitch. So I was interested. I was interested <laughs> like, oh yeah, it seems like that really fits the black cat is like, is represents doubt. And mm. then I realized, aha, uh -huh, that's, then I realized like how many times doubt had, um, held me back in life. Mm. How much did it help me back? Help me back. Yeah. And strong force. And then you have to yeah. like face, yeah, you have to face your doubts. And yes. that's come, that comes like harder for, I don't want to call myself intelligent. This sounds ridiculous, but, uh, Russell, Bertrand Russell, the philosopher, great philosopher said that basically, you know, for the, for the idiot, the idiot is full of certainty and acts with a, you know, wherever he wants to, the intelligent man I, is full of doubt. Hmm. And that's because you can always, if you're thoughtful, let's put it that way, yeah. not, in, not intelligent, but if you're thoughtful, you can you can doubt yourself in a, in a thousand different ways. Yeah. So it's a task to overcome that. Mm. True. I think it's it's important, like in in the Western uh, education or the way you uh, uh, brought up, is mostly skeptical, right? I mean, you you are taught to be skeptical in in trying to find the answer of. Uh, to questions mm. you know that's how science starts it's like you start questioning right yeah yeah so that question error becomes that the word doubt in itself i think then but doubt tends to be used for yourself more than others from what i think because you tend to right. be more skeptical towards others but you are more doubtful towards yourself and in a way that can be a hum humility in in itself i think and but it's it's a matter of like understanding your mental state of like being in the, in the balance and 
understanding like how how you can use that in a positive way to be like uh skeptical and doubtful with yourself in 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 a way that you push forward and finding the answer and you know learning you right know? yeah i mean that's well like how more or less how i understand it that it's not that um you don't want to become like the idiot full of certainty yeah. about every idiotic opinion <laughs> right you know right. you don't want to become that you still want to sort of uh, seek truth which means questioning everything but at the same time there's certain things um about which you need to have confidence right yeah and confident of faith yeah <laughs> right know, faith something to believe in or yeah you know things that help you ease uh, something that you is bigger than yourself and you don't need to answer it you know something for me for me i live i live in a state of mind of like pursuing you know a mission you know from god and trying to find a you know a happiness in in my journey you know and you know have great friends along the way it's like fellowship with the ring and you know <laughs> as you walk through the journey and you just like god damn people are dying and i'm hurting but at the sense like oh i'm helping this person this person is helping me and at the end you know we're gonna get into a final battle and we're gonna either die or help mr frodo or something you you've been on your own too long you should uh i know get out i know you get out more, brother. <laughs> <I know. laughs> i'm starting to you know thinking about cock ring now <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Yeah. Throwing that shit in, throwing that shit in the fire. <laughs> How do I turn this Cock off? Ring. <laughs> How do I make it stop? Fair, totally fair. What you love, right here. <laughs> you know, throw the fucking cock ring in. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's just turned into some weird shit right there. <laughs> hey, All right. Does uh, hey, does this make sense to you? When I would like, I guess uh, we're not doing this wisdom podcast yet, but this. I found out like something really unusual, right? So there's this, um, you have to take it with a pinch of salt because it's just a psychological test. But basically it's like, um, you know, university researcher administered psychological um, profile test looking into like this question of wisdom. Apparently they have a, you know, a set of questions that can sort of determine, determine wisdom, they say anyway. Oh, um, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. They, they looked at two populations. Um, they looked at Japan and they looked at the US mm. and they found that um, in the US people sort of uh, they increased in wisdom all all the way up into and didn't you know didn't um, become as wise as they would be get until the age of at least 55 mm. whereas in Japan according to this test maybe bullshit but according to this test <laughs> people reach were as wise as they ever would get at the age of 25. Mm. I agree. Does that I agree, make sense? Like you it makes sense to me. If you ever been like, well, I've been, well, I have I, been to Japan, but yeah, you've been to Japan and, and for some people that may never been or never really studied the uh, Japanese culture, I, I happen to study Japanese culture a little bit and, and, I love Japanese culture and it's 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 not 100% true what you said oh, yeah. because well, in every society right. there's yeah, yeah. yeah but it's true that a lot of things that they they have you know 
putting as a foundation and infrastructure for the education for the kids they they they're really smart they they really know how to care for the community they know how to care for the culture but in some sense there's a lot of like you know new age uh you know uh millennials and you know gen gen uh, i don't know the the new gen generation mm. is newer and newer and the appreciation for the culture is the uh the you know diminished demising so uh you know it's going down right. and diminishing and uh but the thing is uh, a lot of people that are in that age at 25 as you say because they they work their ass off since like 15 or 16 but they didn't work like american when they have to get work you know like part-time jobs uh like americans because usually they they slack off and all these things but in japan you have this like a lifetime career thing yeah like one job right you know yeah. one career and and that can happen like at the age of 16 17 and don't you see yeah if you start I, I, at I something kinda, at 15 years old yeah, yeah and right. in 10 years you've been doing that same thing right right yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of hour into that craft right so they might become wise in that area that they have chosen uh you know that kind of thing so that's very interesting that you brought that up you know anyway but i, I have to say there's some some naive senses like in in a japanese culture too that they they sometimes like they only you know focus on 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 one thing and they forget like the 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 other aspect of life like you know a lot of westerner would do but a lot of, a lot of time that's a lot of nonsense that uh, a lot of western uh, people would do too is like you you take in all this like you appreciate every every everything even though it's bullshit you just you just take it in but in japan or asian culture you have a lot of a lot of uh, net you know a lot of uh, <laughs> some some scapes um, you know narrow and just just make it narrower there's a lot of uh, philosophical things that teach you to like be aware of like don't waste your time with this you know go pursue this instead don't wait why would you go you know that you're gonna die over there you're gonna get hurt why would you go and there were people who go and they were dying they would get hurt and you know a lot of people see that and say oh that guy gets got you know bitten by a snake okay let's <laughs> let's go the other way let's go this path that they say or something like that you know so very interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah um well i think we got sidetracked more than we stayed on the subject but i not i'm not sure i i I, I, I think we we talk about you know it's an experiment man i mean because we yeah, already talk about we talk about the topic already about yeah, yeah. you know you know and this is kind of things that you know make you understand like to be able for us to talk things like this we we just got to risk it you know and it's like we we fail but we happy doing it we don't you know but well, tell you what um can I do something unusual you okay. you've read stuff out before i've read a couple of quotes i wanted to read a poem that cropped up in my mind it's probably a poem that i would have come across when i was about 12 or something um uh, the great english poet W.H. Auden wrote a poem called Leap Before You Look. And for me, it's um, this idea of leap before you look is really related to what we're talking about. Yes. Um, so, and also I have to go and cook dinner any second now. Okay. Okay. So, uh, no rush. 
<laughs> Apparently not rush, but I do want to go and cook dinner any second now anyway. And, okay. and also, we've already gone 70 minutes or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah, quite yeah. long. So anyway, COVID things, I'm going to read yeah. this poem. I'm not, I'm not good at reading poems, but we'll see how I do. Uh, um, I do well. Leap before you look. The sense of danger must not disappear. The way is certainly both short and steep. However gradual it looks from here, look if you like, but you will have to leap. Tough-minded men get mushy in their sleep and break the bylaws any fool can keep. It is not the convention but the fear that has a tendency to disappear. The worried efforts of the busy heap, the dirt, the imprecision and the beer, produce a few smart wisecrack every year. Laugh if you can, but you'll have to leap. The clothes that are considered right to wear will not be either sensible or cheap, so long as we consent to live like sheep and never mention those who disappear. Much can be said for social savoir-faire, but to rejoice when no one else is there is even harder than it is to weep. No one is watching, but you will have to leap. A solitude 10,000 fathoms deep sustains the bed on which we lie, my dear. Although I love you, you will have to leap. A dream of safety has to disappear. That's it. Oh, man. Beautiful. It's, uh, wow. Nice poem. So the name, the name of this poem is called uh, Leap Before You Look. Look. Yeah. Well, because you know that by W.H. Auden. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you know the saying is um, look before you leap, right? It's an aphorism, yeah. which is like, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know where that it's comes great, from. It's great, man. That's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, search it again, just to, you know, reread it. And it's a nice nice poem. And thank you for sharing it with us. I mean, I think the reason I think it fits with um, "Fail at What You Love" is because yeah, if you cause if you set out on a path like being a musician, when everybody around you, parents, says, "How will you ever make a living doing that?" Mm. That's that's when your heart is telling you to do it anyway, right? Even though you can't see the outcome. The thing is, I know. Well, you know? Uh, yeah, well, I, that's different. Like, you can see, maybe you're just too wise. I don't know what to say. I, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I just feel like, because I, I've been, I've been through it when you don't have anything, you know, when you don't have any money and you, you gotta eat, but you know, what can you do? So you, you, you find a way, you know, I never beg for my life, you know, but, you know, you you know how to to work. You know how to make money because you 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 invest your time and you don't have doubts. Like, well, you do have doubts, but you don't you don't dwell in it. And you know, and you just you know, when I decide to become a musician, I was going gonna go all in. I, I wasn't afraid of like not making money. A lot of people say like, you know, oh, man, you're gonna be a bums and all this shit. You know, like, but there could I mean, there could be. Um I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe I th I think you're right as well. But I could see there might be still a question in some people's mind. Like supposing they're they're um, suppose and yes. Supposing they're Definitely. an athlete or they're a sports person in some field where sports is can be even more brutal than music. So you can have like in some True. in some sports you can have like the top ten people out of thousands make any decent money, True. and everybody else True. makes whatever True. you know. So True. so there's um. There is like for me, I when when I think about this question, this idea of uh, leap before you look comes to mind. Yeah. No, but like if you're going to go into like say sport, there's a lifespan, right? 
there's a you have to understand in every career there's a lifespan of that career, you know that you can do, you know some some career you can do until like you you die and in some uh, area you can do only like ten years and you know you make a enough living as you would do uh, uh, a job's time behind a desk for sixty years, forty uh, years, you know. Sure. It's true. Yeah. Well, in, but yeah. in that respect, musicians um, are pretty lucky. They can do it until they die. Many of them can. Yeah. Not. Every, yeah. I mean, not necessarily make money. Not all. Yeah. But I but don't we, know. Be, you know. But be happy. Yeah. Know? Be happy. Sure. And. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. It's not always happy. You know, because it's it's always like it's it's the, it goes together. Some some you know we as. Um, I think myself as an artist, like that, you 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 take a lot of emotion, right? You, you try to be empathy and be com uh, compassionate towards like uh, people that are listening to your music because you have to understand like what lifts people, and sometimes you have to go through that uh, trauma of life to to be able to understand people, and and you 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 create an art that also heals you. If it can heal you, probably it might heal uh, a person one day, you know, and and that's what I'm I'm trying to achieve, you know. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful vision. We should. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward in reading your translation, man. So, I hope we're gonna, you know, find an answer and things that we are do, you know. Eventually, we will fail at something and. But it doesn't. Eventually, I don't think we'll have to wait very long. <laughs> <laughs> we probably, yeah, we I mean, probably fail or something. But you know, you kidding me? It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just learn from it, you know. Yeah. Just be happy. It's okay. You know, just get up, get up, everybody, and you know, please and come and say hey at at the uh, Facebook and anywhere that you can get in touch with us and. I hope uh, this has been, you know, inspiring or uplifting or any way in your life. And funny will do. Uh, yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. So please take care of yourself. Uh, stay well. Stay healthy. And uh, you know, stay safe. And uh, until next time, brother. Yeah. See you, brother.